0: I remember when keeping a journal used to be an incredibly private thing, hidden between mattresses or deep within dresser drawers. The pages of diaries were once confessional tomes of antsy youth and secret crushes. When I was a young girl, just the thought of someone, anyone reading from that book, would have given me a full-on anxiety attack. But times have changed, and now that I'm a confident twenty-something woman, the secrecy of my journal has morphed into a strange new form— My words are no longer pen and ink, but pixelated text across thousands of brilliant white computer screens. I remain anonymous, but far from private. I am a blogger, a sex blogger to be exact. I fell into the job entirely by accident, starting after I decided to jot down my musings after a terrible first date. Still buzzing from the awkward encounter, I returned home after dinner and proceeded to unload my thoughts onto my keyboard, This was the genius of my first post, a play-by-play account of the worst state of my life posted under the fake name of Madison to an online blog that I whipped together in five minutes flat. I went to bed that night feeling sufficiently purged of my anger towards this awkwardly hostile man, with whom I had just spent the evening with and assumed that would be the last of it. This, however, was not at all the case. The next morning, my inbox was flooded with messages. Half of them were words of support and praise, while the rest amounted to nothing more than vicious trolling. Truthfully, though, the content of these responses didn't matter to me. Simply having any audience for my thoughts and opinions was intoxicating enough. Immediately, I started to post more, keeping current with a consistent amount of new content that ranged from bad date horror stories to wild sex tips. The blog grew bigger and bigger until eventually it was my full-time job, and all the while nobody had any idea who I was. The one thing that was slightly difficult to explain to my parents was where exactly all of this money was coming from. I had just graduated college, but they knew I was still unemployed in a literal sense. Yet I was somehow out of debt and had just recently moved into a brand new apartment on the nicer side of town. Something just didn't add up. Fortunately, my stepfather Doug is the kind of guy who doesn't notice the details— He's a kind man and smart, but his mind is so focused on running his business that there's very little time to spend on wondering where I'm getting my financial support. If anything, he just seems to be happy that I'm doing well. Doug and me are close, much closer than any biologically related members of my family. He may be too busy to devote much time to our relationship, but he tries his hardest, and that means a lot to me. Twenty years my senior, he always seems to be trying to relate to me on some hip, youthful level— trying to talk about the newest TV show or the best new band that he heard on the radio. Usually his opinions are out of touch, but they still make me smile when he presents them, and every once in a while he'll come at me with something good. Still, I was not prepared for the bomb that Doug was about to drop when he stopped by my apartment for dinner one warm summer evening. I'm not the best cook, but I had given it my all, throwing together a reasonably crafted pasta dish and some chopped salad. It's not often that I get to see Doug one-on-one like this but he'd been checking out new office locations on this side of the city and wanted to stop by. I've just pulled my baked pasta out of the oven when I heard three loud raps against my apartment door. I set the dish down and then run over, throwing the door open and wrapping myself around my stepfather. Doug holds me tight, his muscular arms making me feel small and well-looked after. "'Hey, April,' my stepfather says lovingly. "'Hey,' I respond. "'It's so good to see you.'